0: Well, welcome to another episode of Family Office Secrets. And one of the things the super rich do really, really well is they network. They, they have goals that they want to achieve and they get out there and they, they connect for success, for fun and for profit. And that's what we are going to be talking about today. It's how to network for success, fun and profit and wow am i excited we have kyle brown today here as a guest and by the end of our time together you're going to know how to network for fun and profit you're going to have a few ideas and that word few is very important kyle's going to break down what the word few means but you're going to have a few ideas to make networking even more powerful but better yet you're going to feel excited the next time you get to attend a network meeting
1: kyle welcome to the show thank you so much for having me i really appreciate it and uh Yeah. There's just so many opportunities out there that I think that's the first thing that I want to kind of delve into is what opportunities out there. Generally speaking, most people don't realize it, but they've been networking their entire life from the time they go to preschool or kindergarten or whatever it is. Meeting people and building relationships is networking at its core. That's what you're doing. You're building those relationships so you know contrary to popular belief you're networking all the time now it's time to take that to the next level and do it on purpose so that's kind of the thing that we're going to talk about today um, firstly firstly, I don't know if that's a real word or not but we'll, we'll be we'll go with it today um, what opportunities are out there who is presenting these opportunities to you well there's all kinds of stuff. There is everything from your local chamber of commerce. Okay. You've got the individual chambers. And here in Bakersfield, where we are, we have the chamber of commerce, Greater Bakersfield. We have the black chamber, the Hispanic chamber, the downtown business association, the north of the river chamber. So that's one opportunity. Another opportunity is industry specific trade groups the Association of Realtors, um, the California Apartment Association, the Kern County Bridal Association, just about every trade group out there has an association. Okay, then beyond that, of course, you got your civic groups, Rotary, Lions Club, Toastmasters, the Moose Lodge, the Elks Lodge, all of those out there. And then you have professional networking groups. And again, I'll, I'll speak specifically to Kern County, where I am, but you've got um, bb and You've got EAKC, Executive Association of Kern County Bakersfield Business Networking Group. But nationally and actually internationally, you also have BNI, Business Networking International. So there's a lot of different opportunities out there in groups that present these. In fact, here, I'll show you real quick. Here's like kind of just a big snapshot of some of those groups. As you can see right here, like I said, Greater Bakersfield Chamber of Commerce, Black Chamber, IPAC, which is the Income Properties Association. And that's really just a few of them. There are so many more that you just have to find them out there. So that's one of the opportunities. Now, what actual opportunities are there? What are they presenting to you? Well, they have mixers, which is when they bring all the members together and they just talk and conversate and have a good time. Then you've got um, ribbon cuttings, you've got trade shows, you've got educational conferences, you have weekly uh, meetings with like the networking groups, like Rotary and BNI and and uh, stuff like that. They have networking every week, whether it's breakfast or lunch or something of that nature. So there's a oh, charity fundraisers that I mentioned. Um, you have just there's a, a networking opportunities almost every day out there. So that's.
0: So, right, let's let's pull back a little, right? There, there, there's this networking, there's these opportunities to, to show up. What's the opportunity for us, Kyle? Is it that I show up and hand out a whole bunch of business cards? I mean, let's talk a little bit about what networking actually I would,
1: is. I would say that's probably almost exactly opposite of what you want to do. You don't want to go up and make it all about you. Hmm. You don't want to go up and just hand out a bunch of business cards. There might be 100 people there and you hand out 100 business cards. That's really not going to accomplish much because – They don't know you. They don't have a chance to build that relationship or any trust with you whatsoever. If somebody asks for a business card, by all means, hand them one and then ask for theirs. You know, Um, but the benefit to doing this, first and foremost to me is building relationships. You start building friends. And, you know, once you start doing that, then they start to trust you. Once they do that, then they start to refer business to you. People like to do business with people that are nice and people that they like. And it's not that hard to be nice. So it's really quite simple. Build the relationship.
0: Okay, so, so this idea of me showing up at a group, or right, you showing up at a group and you, you're just trying to talk to everyone about what you do, that, that's the wrong approach then, isn't it?
1: Right, that's forced marketing. That's just handing out your flyer, handing out your business card and running a commercial. And, you know, we invented TiVo and DVRing for a reason. We don't want to be forced to hear a commercial.
0: So, so what, what, how should you approach these opportunities, right? Let's say you're getting ready to, to go attend a chamber mixer or a ribbon cutting. How should we approach these things, right? You're showing up for the first time. Maybe you know one or two people in the crowd, or maybe you don't know anyone, and you just right. you don't want to get started in this. How do you get started?
1: So I would say the first thing is obviously be prepared, um, and we'll get into the acronym few in a moment here, but being prepared, first off, do show up with business cards, Somebody will ask for that. So have them in your pocket. Have a little notebook, just a small little one, just that one that you can put in your pocket um, and a pencil or a pen. And after you meet somebody, step aside, make a few notes. And that way, next time you meet them, you'll remember some of those notes. Oh, they liked fishing. Oh, they enjoyed going out to sports games. Oh, they did this or did that, you know, or they were on their way to a cruise or celebrating anniversary, whatever it is, you've shown that you've paid attention and you are truly interested in what they had to say. So, in fact, another quote that I really like, it's one of my favorite ones from, uh, actually, it's from somebody else, but I heard it from a gentleman named Mark Scherenbrock. And he said, it is more important to be interested than interesting. And I think that's extremely relevant especially with networking be interested in what somebody has to say but take the notes just jot down a couple of notes and this will make life a lot easier um so that's as far as how to prepare when you go and more important than that when these opportunities present themselves show up it's really simple 90 percent of the success is from showing up the rest is just follow through so as far as the acronym FEW, it's kind of interesting. I heard this one time and I just thought it was so relevant into what we're talking about. Um, so let me get to my little notes here. So, FEW, what does it stand for? So, F E W. And it kind of helps guide you through the small talk. So, F stands for facts. Facts might be like, what do you do for a living? Oh, wow. How do you know so-and-so if you're at a charity fundraiser or a, uh, an event that is hosted by somebody? Um, so any number of fact-finding questions, you're asking them about themselves. Oh, that's a really cool shirt. I have one just like it. If that ha- it has to be true. You can't just make stuff up. But find a reason and do some fact-finding. Number two, emotion. Okay, And this is a big one. You know, and that's asking questions like, you know, oh, what do you like most about your job? Or, you know, I, I understand you've been a member of uh, BNI or the Chamber or Rotary for quite a while now. I'm kind of new here. So, you know, what is it that it's really all about? How does it work for you? You know, what do you find that you like most about and fill in the blank? So now you're getting into the emotion. You're finding out why they like things, you know. Um, and actually, that leads us into the last one why? And that's probably the deeper of all three letters. Um, It kind of seems similar to emotion, but it's just much more in depth. So an example might be, you know, you ask them, so, you know, about their job. And then the question, follow-up question might be, what is it about your job that that, that makes you like it so much? You know, they say they like it because the hours are good. Okay, well, that's nice. That's, that's you know, an emotion, and they like it because of that reason. But the deeper is, because the hours are such that they get to go home home and spend time with their spouse and their kids because they get off at two o'clock in the afternoon instead of 5 p.m. at night. So they get to be there for the, the homework or teaching their kid to ride a bike or whatever it might be. But now you're deep getting in deep, to that emotion and you're you're really building that relationship. Now kind of a side note, you know, if the answer to why is obvious, like you know, why they felt bad when they lost a job, you know, you don't want to delve into that kind of emo- emotion But if you really want to delve in, you might ask them instead of why, which, you know, you know, uh, part of something felt away like, you know, what was the hardest part about starting over? So you're just really building an interest in this person. You're gathering, you know, a relationship-building conversation.
0: So, right, as we're asking these questions, as we're talking to people, how much time should we spend talking and how much time should we spend listening?
1: Oh, that's easy. Um, Listening is probably, I would say, 80%, 75%.
0: And, 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 and a lot of people listening tend to reverse those and they do 80% of the talking. Don't
1: they? Oh, absolutely. They, it's all about me. Listen to me. I got all kinds of stuff. You're going to love me. Here's why. And I'm going to talk all day long and you're going to really just enjoy it where they're going. Um, okay, well, yeah, that's cool. And, uh, you know, uh, mm-hmm. huh. Uh, okay, well I gotta go. So ask them questions and listen, 80% listening, 20% fact finding not just talking and let them ask questions about you because then they become interested in what you have to say. Mm -hmm. You know, people like to share for the most part, let them.
0: Yeah. So now how did you get started in doing this? Do you have any formal training? What have been some, some resources and and how (laughs) you learned how to
1: do this better and better? Uh, No formal training. No. I mean, the only formal training, I guess I would say is, you know, right there, you know, those, those Mm -hmm. books actually up there, those books. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, I've read some books on networking. And like I said, people have been networking their entire life, they just don't know it. But once you get into being in business on your own, you've gotta go out and source those clients, those customers. So you begin networking. Well, gosh, how do I get more people to buy my product? Well, let's go where the people are. Okay, once you go out there, Then you have to meet the people. Well, gosh, if I'm going to meet the people, then I guess I better be prepared. I can't just walk in and hand out business cards like we talked about earlier. That doesn't work. People don't want to just be sold. They want to build relationships. So I just started reading books, watching a lot of online uh, YouTube videos on networking. And then I joined networking groups. And that's been one of the biggest things. We both belong to a networking group called BNI. And part of the, I won't say training exactly, because it's not trained in us, but it's just routine. And by going through the routine, we do get trained, I guess, is the easiest way. But we build relationships with the people in our group. We see them every week. We break bread with them. You know, we have breakfast or lunch or whatever it might be. And we joke around. We have some fun. And then we start the meeting. And then we remind each other about what we do and how we can serve them and serve others. And then, you know, we learn a little bit more about each other in a presentation. And then at the end, we show thanks in a way. We go through, and each of the members will say what they've accomplished that week in business with somebody in the group, if they've done any. Or they may have a testimonial, hey, I worked with this person, and they were great. Not only did they show up on time, they did a great job, but it cost me less than I expected. Or I referred them to somebody, and they were on it like that. They followed up. They took care of this customer. They made me look good. So that's all the the kind of training that I've had. And just doing this. I'm a social person, and that does help. But you can be a wallflower and still follow the protocol. And just go through the process. Go through the few acronym, facts, emotion, why, and you'll build those relationships. It takes time, though. It's not it's overnight.
0: So, well, that, that's exactly what I was going to ask you. Is, is this a, <laughs> an overnight quick process, or is this something that takes a little bit of work and effort?
1: No, it, it's definitely not overnight. Um, sometimes it can take, you know, months to years. Not everybody is going to be looking for what you do. Okay. So yes, you may walk into a room and it just so happens that that person needs your service and is just kismet and you're just in the same room at the same time and it worked out well. You know, I'm a DJ, you're getting married and looking for a DJ. Oh my gosh, this just worked out perfect. Yeah, so it does happen. But realistically, you're going to walk into a room and there'll be 40, 50, 70, 90, 100 people in that room and you'll meet 10% of them and you'll get their card or get their information and you'll build a relationship. And then you go back next time and you see them again. Oh, how have you been? And you build a little more relationship. You ask them a question maybe related to a last conversation, that's why you take notes, and you build more relationship. By the third or fourth time, they're remembering who you are and what you do and then in their daily life, and they come across somebody who needs a DJ. Go back to that. They go, oh yeah, no, my friend. Not my acquaintance, not the guy I met at a networking event, but because of three or four or five times of meeting this person, now you're their friend, and they're referring you business. So that's kind of how that works.
0: Well, and I think that's something important you touched on is, right? You may show up at some of these events and no one may need your services directly, but you can certainly make friends within this group and find Mm -hmm. out what the other members are looking for and become an advocate for them and helping them win. And that's one of the principles I always try to bring is what does the other person want? What are they looking for? And how can I help them get that? Because the more we focus on the other person and helping them win, the more we win, Uh, right? You create this environment where everyone wins. But, you know, Kyle, you and I are social people. We like being out. We like having conversations. That's not scary for us. Some of you listening, you may be thinking, oh my gosh, I got to go talk to people. I would prefer to go hide. I don't want to see anyone. This is scary. So what do you say to those people who say, man, I, this is so hard. I don't like doing this, Kyle. How do you make this work for them?
1: You, you... I guess, again, everybody's social to a certain extent. They just have to get comfortable. Really, it's, it's as easy as that. Um, you may not like going out and networking. It's just that you don't wanna meet people that you don't know. You wanna be comfortable with those people. You get in a room with your friends and you hoop and holler and you, you you know cut it up. That's because you've gotten to know them, but you had to meet them at some time. You had to introduce yourself. You weren't born knowing all these people, you went to school with them and you built a relationship. You went out to the bar and you met them and, and like the same music and you built a relationship. So, you know, as far as that part, you, you just, you just have to step in and do it. But if you have a list of things that you're going to do, bring the notebook, bring the pencil, bring the business cards, you do it a couple of times and it'll become routine. It'll become easy. Um, and that's, that's the best way to do it, I guess. And yes, as you're building those relationships, you're learning about those people. I mean, I've got hundreds of friends, uh, thousands on Facebook, like some people, you know, you got thousands. So if somebody says, oh, I need this service, I know somebody. And then you become the go-to guy and that helps build that relationship there. So I, you know, you have a whole network of people that I can then help you with when you need something. And they're people I trust, so I am therefore transferring that trust to you, going, I know these people, they're not shady, I've known this person, I see them every week, we have breakfast together, I know they're going to take care of you, and I'm comfortable sharing that person with you. So, and I'm comfortable sharing you with somebody else.
0: So it really sounds like the best way to get started is just go do it. Right. But, but don't, don't show up unprepared. Show up with your notebook, show up with a few good ideas and and remind everyone what few stands for again, Kyle.
1: Facts, emotions, and why. Get the facts. That's your simple question. You know, Oh, wow. You know, uh, what do you do for a living? Or, you know, what brings you to this event, this mixer, this chamber, this, you know, whatever it is, if it's a fundraiser, then, the emotions like, you know, what is it that you like about dogs? Why are you here at the Marley's Mutts, you know, event? You know, do you have a couple of dogs? Oh, wow. You have a Doberman or a uh, whatever it might be, you know, so you get into the emotion and then the why, you know, so, you know, what made you like dogs? You know, how, how'd you get your first dog? Oh my gosh. You know, so you're building that emotion. You're building a deeper relationship.
0: Right, and it's very very, you know counterintuitive and very different than Mm -hmm. what you're usually taught because you're taught you better show up and you better have your elevator pitch ready. You better be able to say what you do real quickly and have all your business cards and have your pitch down. This is just show up curious. Show up ready to ask questions. Show Show up ready to learn.
1: Don't worry about what
0: to say. Worry about what to ask Mm -hmm. because if you ask the right questions, the person across from you, they're going to keep talking and talking yep. and talking. And if you only, you know, listen 20% of the time, if they talk 80, they're going to go away saying, wow, that was a great conversation because they yeah. got to talk about the most important thing in the room themselves.
1: Yeah, themselves. Exactly. And so,
0: so uh, if you had to, to kind of start this process all over again, because you've been doing it a while, what are some things that, that you would do differently?
1: Um, I'll say probably be more prepared and more organized on the outside, after, after the event. The follow-up is is big. So you go out to the event, you're prepared, and you bring, and, and again, in the beginning, I just showed up, I just met people, and you, you learn over time to make notes and do things like that. But being more prepared after the fact, too. You walk into an event, and you meet 10 people, and two of them showed an interest in what you do, but you got 10 business cards from people that you met and you built a conversation with and built a little bit of a relationship with go home, spend 30 minutes and write a quick little thank you email. Hey, it was really a pleasure to meet you. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Have a lot of, I hope you have a great time on your uh, cruise next week or, you know, I hope your daughter's wedding goes off phenomenal. And, if you're really building and you hit it off with this person and started to build a relationship, maybe do a little calendar note. And then after their daughter's wedding, send them another email. And I hope your daughter Susie's wedding was awesome. I hope you had a great time. Um, Can't wait to talk to you again and and go from there. So you're showing an interest in their life. Follow up Hmm. as well.
0: So. Interesting. Well, right. And once again, that, that's things that are so missed, I think, because, you know, that, that first and second and third contact, everyone's so busy following up and pitching their service, instead of actually getting to to build that relationship with the, the person, right? We're too busy pitching and not busy enough building relationships.
1: Yeah, we're, unfortunately, we're always selling. and And, and I'm as guilty of it as everybody else is. You know, I have thousand clients that I've worked with in my printing business. I've done work for them. If I would spend my efforts when I'm not printing a job, just following up with those clients, that's a thousand clients that will continue to do business with me versus what somebody will do is the job's done. You send an invoice, you get paid and you move on and you go back and you continue to try and recruit new customers. So you spent 80% of your effort, going out there finding a new customer when all you had to do was reach out to your past customer saying, Hey, I hope those invoices worked out well for you. Or I hope that envelopes really did, did the job that you needed. Cause they're going to need more stuff, whatever it is, you know, it, whatever the business is, if it's, and I'm just using different things that I'm aware of, but in the DJ side, you think, okay, the wedding's over, I'm done. No, they're going to have an anniversary. Um, they have friends getting married. They're going to have a birthday party. Um, whatever it might be, maybe they're going to have a Halloween party, a 4th of July party. You build relationships with these people and you build the opportunities to to do more stuff with them, Whatever, whatever it might be. And that can work in just about every category. So...
0: Right. So, so those are some of the opportunities, right? You, you get to know the person and not just a one-time transaction, but really building relationships so you can serve that customer through yes. their, their lifetime. So that's obviously one of the opportunities that, that we've seen in networking. But but in the big picture, what are just some of the, the, the overall opportunities? Why does networking matter and why does it matter right now? Just in, in light of the overall economy and what's going on with businesses. Okay. Today.
1: So why it matters right now is... Because, again, for the most part, not everybody, because we're stuck at home, because we're quarantined, or because now with the latest issues going on, we have a curfew. Whatever it might be is we're now separated from other people. So ha- getting on the phone, reaching out via email, reaching out via Zoom, whatever it is, is is continuing that social networking part that we all crave a lot. We We, we do crave other people. Now, I guess there is that you know half of a 1% out there that would just love to be out in the woods leave me alone and I'm great but for the most part most of us are social people so it's important to reach out but I will tell you you know it couldn't be much of a better time now in history than ever before i mean economy wise we have done in the past 5 years the economy has grown by over 5 trillion dollars Okay, that's that's huge. It's grown by $5 trillion in the last five years. That's more than the last hundred years before that combined, okay? Our economy has skyrocketed. Now again, I'm not talking the last three months. That's a unique situation in history. But prior to that, our economy has skyrocketed. And all that money is, is going through somebody's hands. And it's your job to make sure some of it runs through yours and through the people that you know, you, your family, your friends, the people you've built relationships with, so. Excellent,
0: so right, once again, you know, what, what have been some of the, the books or, or resources that have helped you learn how to do this even better?
1: Um, boy, books wise, I, like I said, I've got a whole stack of them, and everything from Dale Carnegie, uh, let's see what we got here, you know networking like a pro uh dale carnegie dr wayne dyer um tim Um uh, tim ferris uh the four-hour work week um even down to it as uh well here's here's a fun one you got to meet this guy the spark and the grind really cool by eric wall um good book he's a painter did a lot of great things. Uh, audiobooks. If you don't like to read, physically read, or you don't have time to read, Audible, audiobooks. Um, uh, Damon John has a phenomenal book out there, Rise and Grind. You see the the similarity there. Um, great audiobook, and uh, just that's that's the way you learn. You just you continue to educate yourself and feed yourself with the information to move forward.
0: So I I know one thing probably many people listening are are thinking especially for you here in Bakersfield is right there's so many of these organizations and we've all got limited time Kyle how do you pick one to get started right where do you go dip your toe in the water do you join all of them do you do some of them how do you just get started
1: I think you start by making a list of all of them that you can find out about and at, and ask your friends and family about ones they know about then from there Whittle it down to, A, when you're available, you know, if you have a nine to five job, then you're not going to be able to go to ribbon cuttings, you know? Um, so that's one thing, of course, availability. Second is interest. Okay, if you're not a realtor, then going to the real estate association mixer may not work for you. Now, if you work with realtors, that's, there's always a connection that can be made. But try and find things that are already interesting to you, okay? Um, Trying to think. Here. So, you know, back on the wedding side of it, you know, the bridal association. If you're in weddings, then you walk into a bridal association mixer, you automatically have a connection with the photographers and the DJs and the venues and the caterers and the coordinators and the florists and everybody else because you do similar work. So that's where you start to whittle it down a little bit. But don't be afraid to go to things that you may not even find interesting at all because you might find it interesting. You might end up showing at the petroleum or uh, that's another one, Phoebe, for investors by investors, okay? That is a group that meets once a month and talks about investing in real estate. And you might go, I don't really invest. But then you realize, oh yeah, I do property management. And you start to find those connections. So going to different things, and putting your toes out there definitely is a good thing. But start with things that are of interest to you. If you're very civic-minded, maybe go to Rotary or go to the Lions Club or Shriners or whatever it might be. Go to fundraisers. Go to charity events. Find something that interests you and start there because you're going to be much more comfortable than walking into something that you have no interest in. You know. Absolutely.
0: Well, good advice. So, Kyle, if people want to connect with you and, and find you and learn more about your, your wedding and your printing, where can they go find out about you?
1: Um, well, I several websites, but um, I actually host a podcast that uh, deals with education, and that's weddingtalkradio.com. And there's videos there and show notes and all kinds of stuff. But also, um, they can reach out to my Bakersfield printer. On the printing side, my phone number is on there. They can just call me, which is 800 200 9935 If they just have questions, I don't I like to meet people, I like to connect with people. So if they want to pick up the phone and just say, hey, I saw your podcast and I would love to ask you a couple of questions, by all means, pick up the phone and call me. I'm I'm available most of the time and would love to guide and, and educate and help where I can.
0: Excellent. And any last thoughts for people who are thinking about getting started in, in networking? What, what would you tell them to do?
1: I would say the most important thing, more than anything else, this is something my, uh, my late wife used to say a lot. And this was, for her, it was more family-oriented. For me, it's more business-oriented. But this works across the board. Number one, most important thing you can do beyond anything else, show up. You don't show up; nothing else happens.
0: Excellent. Well, hey, such good advice, and, and I know I certainly have a much better sense now of how to go out there, how to connect for you know for fun, for profit, for building relationships. I've got a few good ideas, some some facts, and some emotion. And oh, I forgot the last one. You're going to have to remind me, Kyle. Why? And why? Right? You, you've got <laughs> the facts, your emotion, and your why. Right? I've got a few good ideas to make the net next networking event that you attend even more powerful but more importantly i am excited to get out there and start networking so kyle thank you for sharing your expertise with us and and thank you for helping us know how to connect better
1: my pleasure